This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious lolly Focus Pops or lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. And now for today's show, we're talking about using a mantra for your anxiety and panic. And what a mantra is and how it can help you. I get this question um, often when we get talking in our group in particular about some bigger issues, some deeper things than we, than we um, get to sometimes here on the podcast because there's more of a conversation in the group and uh, people can ask. I know you're over there right now having questions and, but you can't ask me. So, uh, but so I wanted to bring it up here on the show because the mantra does get brought up here and there every once in a while. And it's a wonderful, wonderful way to be able to tailor for yourself a tool, a touchstone, if you will, a way of remembering your way home to your peace and calm. So a mantra in and of itself is usually, it sounds like a mysterious word, but it is not. It is used in many different forms, uh, short prayers, you can use a religious prayer. You could use a religious term. You could use a universal or secular term. And so we'll get into some of that as we go along, but I don't want you to feel like it's something odd or mysterious or something, um, you know, way out there. It's, it's, um, very commonly used in many, many different, uh, religions and it's just called different things. So, the actual use of a mantra is uh, something short, and we want it to stay short because we want it to be able to just be repetitive and go around and around in your mind, in your psyche. And then you will be able to have it as a part of you versus something you have to think about in your thinking mind. Because you know when we get nervous or we get highly stressed, or we get anxious, and heaven forbid, if we're in a panic attack, our mind really is not working uh, optimally. We are losing a bit of our blood flow even to parts of our brain that are really 
uh, where we want to pull up some information. So we don't want something complicated that we have to like, oh my goodness, how can I remember that? A mantra we want to be short and so felt. We want it to, to eventually be infused into your entire body. You'll, it'll almost be like on a cellular level, this word. You know, you've heard me talk about words before. I've talked about having a one word at the beginning of the year that you can carry with you throughout the year. That's a little bit different. That's a little bit more of a goal or of a uh, a reminder. But our mantra, we want to be very special. And I want you to give it a little bit of thought before you pick your mantra. And here's why. When you spend a lot of time with this particular term or prayer or word, or for short, we'll call it your mantra, it's going to become a part of you. And I really mean that. I remember thinking I had a mantra. I still have a mantra. I have a mantra. And I remember thinking at one point, oh, I should probably change it because there, you know, I have studied with a lot of different people, with a lot of different thought, you know, ideas, different ways of getting into the heart and soul. And so there, each uh, milieu has its own uh, way. And some mantras are very like mysterious and mystical. And you'll, or sometimes uh, you can be part of a group that may want to give you a mantra. Perhaps there is a teacher that wants to give you a mantra. And so those are all different ways to receive a mantra. But I just had my own from my own self. Um, actually, it was uh, back in the very early 90s. And so then I, you know, I bump into all these other thought ideas and people giving out mantras and other people suggesting mantras that are like universal tones or words. And so I thought, well, I wanted something like that. I really wanted, (laughs) I wanted to like update my mantra and I wanted something maybe more cool. And uh, as it turned out, I couldn't change it. (laughs) And here's why. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 Face Moisturizer and OS1 Eye Cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with 
code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I had spent so many breaths, so many hours, so many days in meditation with this mantra that it stuck to me. And when did it stick to me? when I had stress, when I had grief, when I had worries, when I had things going on that were totally out of my control in my life, that mantra would be where I went. It became so infused in me that when I uh, ran into some other people and other thought ideas about meditation, I wanted to have a new and updated mantra, and I couldn't. This is why I want you to spend some time with what you would like your mantra to be. Now, you can find it and uh, use it today because you'll know when you know. But I am not the only one who had this challenge with, with their mantra. I also have had clients who come to me, and when we get to the uh, place where we talk about meditation and what they're doing or not doing and where are we going to begin on that part of the journey, I have had more than one client say to me that they had a mantra that they had had for quite a while, but they wanted to switch it. And these were both people who had been given mantras. So they had been in a meditation flow uh, 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 with a teacher who gave a mantra. Now I never had that. Um, but they, they had that and they'd been using this word for quite a long time, both of them. And they wanted to change it to something that they thought was more in tune with what they were doing, you know, in their life at this point. Lo and behold, try as they may, they could not change their mantra. It was infused in them. And that was fine. It was actually quite a nice, fun experiment. But they both learned through their own experimentation that they already had something that was so powerful and strong in them that they were just going to finally relax into it and let it be that. Because now it will not leave them. And my experience has been that I have even woke up in the middle of the night and maybe I was having a lot on my mind and I would hear or feel or sense my word, my mantra going around through me. So it is there even subconsciously. So that's a beautiful thing. And that's what I'm telling you with these two clients who tried to change it. It is so ingrained in their subconscious that it wasn't worth the struggle. 
to try to change it. Now, usually when we're talking about things that are in our subconscious, we're kind of like, ooh, there are things we don't want there, right? Like, why does this trauma keep bubbling up? Or why does this stressful thought keep bubbling up? Or this intrusive thought? But having your mantra bubble up is a beautiful thing. So you want it to be deep in your subconscious and you want it to be bubbling up at any point in any time. So just be careful when you choose it. And that doesn't mean there's bad ones or good ones. It's just something that you want to be willing to spend a lot of time with. So how are we going to spend time with that? What are we going to be doing with this mantra that we're spending time with it and that it's going to go so deeply in us? What I want to say is finding a mantra like a short prayer, a word, and the way it's going to become such a deep part of you is that you're going to be reciting it over and over again. Where you will do this is in your meditation. This is a great thing for those of you who have not yet started your meditation to also be invited at this moment to consider sitting for one minute every day. Just commit to one minute somewhere where it's just you and you, and you're going to sit and after, If you have thought of a mantra by the time you sit down today, that's great. Take that word with you and sit. And let's just use a, a secular word right now, a universal word. Let's use peace or love. We'll use peace today. So you take that word with you and you sit. And as you're breathing in and breathing out, you can either use your inhalation or your exhalation to have your word. Go with the inhale. As you're noticing you're inhaling, it's peace. And then you just exhale and notice that you're exhaling. And then you're inhaling, noticing you're inhaling, and you have your word peace. And then you can exhale. You can do it on the exhalation also. We can get more technical as as we go on. But right now in your world of just starting meditation, that is the key point, is to actually be sitting down. So find that word um, that you can recite over and over. And now I've invited all of you who are not yet meditating to do that. Commit to one minute a day where it's you and you sitting somewhere, standing, laying down. It matters not. It matters that you are conscious, so you're not sleeping. You're conscious and you are aware and you are just with your breath. You don't have to change your breath. You just want to be with it and notice it. And if that's uncomfortable for you, just notice your body. Notice your feet, let's say. And eventually you can learn the body scan and you can get that by going to anxietycoachespodcast.com and clicking on the body scan tab. You can get, that's a 10 minute meditation. So I, but if you're not meditating yet, one minute each day just to develop a practice. Okay. So that's my, um, get off my soapbox about meditation, but then you're going to have this word with you, your mantra or your word or your short prayer that you can recite over and over again with your breath. And if you're walking in meditation, you can have it go with the foot strike. If you're standing again, just bring it back into the breath. 
It helps to have this kind of a focus. It really helps when you are getting tired or sleepy and it becomes a habit and it becomes part of our own being. It is a part of us just as our breath is a part of us. And that, again, is a good habit. Like I said, this is one of those things that is in our subconscious that we want to bubble up, and it will. I guarantee it. So I suggest thinking about a single word that can bring you a sense of peace or calm or security. You can actually even use those words, peace calm, secure. If you have a religious background, you can draw from there. For example, Catholics over long periods of time have used an abbreviated form of the Jesus prayer for ages. Um, You know, a mantra is a a repetitive thing, like saying the rosary, um, like people using prayer beads of all religious backgrounds using prayer beads, and reciting a prayer or a word or a mantra. It is a way of having it become a part of us. Other people can have used words for their point of meditation, such as uh, uh, one of the words of God. For example, Hindu gods and goddesses, there are um, many, many, many words. And so if you have a special one, and that is your background, then you would pick one of those. If it has meaning for you, if it is um, a, a word that is just used in our culture, pick that. If it's a small term such as this too shall pass, I give that one to everyone. That is like, I'm inviting you all to use that until you find a term or a prayer or a word that is very special for you. Because this too shall pass, it applies to everything. It applies It applies to our best moments and it applies to our worst moments. This too shall pass. It really can bring up a deep feeling of, yes, I am in the present moment and this too shall pass. Many people like to use, you know, universal or secular words, like I said, like peace. You could use love. You could use joy. You could use a short saying like this, too shall pass, or let it be. Or I am safe. I am secure. All is well. I hope that you'll be able to find one of these words or terms. And if you don't even want to think about it right now, just take this two shall pass or let it be or all is well. Take one of those and just use that until you find yours. But don't wait too long. Like I said, these become very deep in us because we're using them with our intention and our concentration when we are sitting in our meditation. And then when we need it, when we're in a time of stress or difficulty, a challenge in our life, it will come to us and we can just say it. We can just let it go in the background of our mind. It's a beautiful place to have your mind engaged in order to not have your mind running off with the worries. So 
let it be. I hope this has been helpful for you. I hope that you will visit the website in order to grab that body scan for when you're ready for 10 minutes of being with you and you and being able to go a little bit deeper into a meditation practice. And now for today's quote. As you sow in your subconscious mind, so shall you reap in your body and environment. And that's from Joseph Murphy. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at theanxietycoachespodcast.com.